0: Hello all my beautiful people. Welcome back to another video and I am Cornisha, your host and this is Be A Better Baddie. So today we're going to be talking about cheap friendships. If you've listened to my podcast before, then you've heard the episode, I think it's called "Cheap Men Are The Root Of Evil. And everyone absolutely loved that episode. When I look at my statistics from 2022, mm-hmm, 2022, that was the most popular, most shared, most downloaded episode of all of them. So you guys really like that, but I do wanna talk about what happens when you are the cheap one. What are the consequences of you being cheap? And I'm not just talking about in terms of money, I'm talking about in terms of everything, right? Your time, your energy, your relationships, your perspective. What happens when you are the cheap one? Let's talk about that. So I wanna give a quick vocab, recap before we actually jump into it. So frugal, well, cheap, right? Let's start with cheap, let's start with cheap. So the informal definition of cheap, I think what I think of when I hear cheap Is being stingy that is the one we'll be working with. There are the formal definition of cheap, of course, is something being low price, a good deal, etc. But when I use cheap and I mean it in a negative way, that's what I mean stingy. So let's define frugal, and I think this is the way you should be with your friendships, okay? So, according to dictionary.com, frugal means an economical in use or expenditure, prudently saving or sparing, not wasteful, and in a sentence. What your office needs is a frugal manager who can save you money without resorting to painful cutbacks. So frugal just means that you're spending just the right amount of money, right? But you don't blow it. You are allocating it where it needs to be. You're going to have funds. You're going to disperse them wisely and think about in a relationship, right? So you want to use your time wisely in a relationship you don't want to constantly invest in someone and give to someone and they don't give anything back to you so i believe being frugal is you giving a healthy amount of yourself receiving a healthy amount back from that person having time for yourself because again i am the queen of save time for yourself be selfish being frugal means just that so in terms of you being cheap what does that mean so remember cheap means stingy Generally speaking, emotions aren't this physical entity like money or food that you can be stingy with, right? You can't give someone too little of it because it's not exactly a tangible thing. But you could be pos- you could be stingy in the sense where you don't easily express yourself or share your feelings with that other person, right? So this could be for number of reasons that I've thought about right so it could be about a fear of vulnerability you're afraid to show your true self to this person and you're afraid to truly communicate with them and it could be just that everyone is different right so not everyone is this open free loving giving and that is a-okay some people don't express their emotions well but I think that there's a difference between you being unable to to share your emotions being that you actually don't know how to versus you being stingy with your emotions but you my friend are a baddie and we will not run around being cheap and stingy with our emotions which then have a negative strain on our relationships because in the end it's gonna come bite you in the butt and it's not fun I've had friendships and relationships where I felt like someone was stingy or being cheap with their friendship and it wasn't good right those relationships didn't progress, they aren't truly fruitful. I do have an excess I do have a successful experience though with one friendship turning from a cheap friendship to I guess an expensive friendship. Now at this point, you're probably thinking, what is a cheap friend? Am I the cheap friend? How can friends be cheap? Don't worry. I have some ways for you. So one is not supportive or being competitive. So these are the friends that they feel like it kind of hurts to support you in a sense. They won't congratulate you. They won't check up on you. They won't be there for you, right? And it could be because they feel like there's not a support to go, enough support to go around. If they support you, then who's going to support them? They're really thinking about how is it going to be reciprocated. They're, pretty, they, I would say, cheat friends are very strategic in a sense, right? I'm not going to move unless you move. But that's not the way relationships work all the time, right? Two, very nosy. Note, I did not say concerned. I said nosy. They literally just want to know, what are you doing? How did you do that? And it could be one, because they want to do it or they want to duplicate it. They want to replicate it or they may want to judge you. You never know. You never know. And then three, I think this is the biggest one. They're not open and they're not vulnerable with you, right? You've never seen this person as their true authentic self. This person could hide their emotions, stifle their emotions when they're around you because they don't want you to see the true them. They may think, what are they going to think when they see this real version of me? Or how will that affect this? Or just anything, right? So if you haven't seen this person at their most raw form in a sense, this could be a cheap friendship and I do want to reiterate this is not with strangers right because we're not open with strangers we have no business being vulnerable with strangers these are with people they consider friends so if you have someone and you consider them as a friend and they have not opened up to you in any kind of way they are not supportive of you they constantly ask you questions with no concern they this may be a cheap friendship you may not be getting what you need out of this friendship Now I kind of touched on this, like what I believe the root of a cheap friend is, like why do people become cheap or why are people cheap? But I think cheap is just another word of saying this person has a scarcity mindset. This person's afraid that there's not enough love and support to go around. This person's afraid that the version of themselves is not good enough for the world to accept. This person feels like they won't be compensated or reimbursed for the energy they've put into the relationship. They're afraid that it won't come back to them because for some reason, think about it, people with a scarcity mindset, they don't believe that things are gonna come back to them. They don't believe that there's enough energy to put out because they need to conserve that energy for themselves. They don't believe the world will give them anything. They don't believe in doing things if they don't think it's a fair trade. An eye for an eye, I mean, like not that serious, but like they believe in, equality, right? An eye for an eye. If I give you this, you're only getting this. If you do this, I'm only going to do this, which it becomes that type of tit for tat friendship, which is very annoying. I cannot stand it. I can't stand a tit for tat relationship. I hate it. Okay. So think about that. That's a cheap friendship when it's just like, I picked you up. It's your turn to pick me up. Now, unless you've been picking me up 20 times in a row and I've never offered it, or even if you don't get anything else in exchange for this friendship, then yeah, we have a concern, but just think about all those things. Overall, I have this theory that like, people who I deem as cheap people, again, not just in terms of money, but people who are cheap people, they don't really have enriching relationships, not with themselves, I believe that not even with themselves, of course not with their friends, their family. I think that it's hard for them to actually phantom giving themselves in a relationship, giving a part of them. So I'm gonna talk about why vulnerability is so important in friendships in a second, but that is all the root of it. So with that, I do want you to start thinking about your relationships and the role you play. Are you the cheat party? Do you have a cheap relationship? Do you know someone that is cheap, etc.? So think about those relationships that you feel like are pretty stagnant, haven't really progressed over. You feel like there's some type of blockage there. That's probably a cheap friendship that you. Have. If you are enjoying this video so far, please be sure to like and subscribe to my channel and comment below letting me know if you've had a cheap friendship before. I'm interested in hearing more about your story. Now that we've covered cheap friendships, let's add the next layer to the cake, right? We're stacking, we're stacking the cake. So why do you need to be vulnerable to have a thriving friendship what is vulnerability what will it do what's the purpose right we all talk about this i used to be so closed off with people i would not express any emotions literally i would not cry like i was like i i can't cry in front of people like this is embarrassing i wouldn't talk about my emotions. If I I was uncomfortable with emotions, right? Being I'm still kind of uncomfortable around emotion. I'm like, what do I do? Because everyone experiences emotion differently. If someone's sad, they may not really want you to comfort them. They just want to be sad. But even happiness, like I didn't really know how to experience those things. But over time, I've gotten better. I love expressing emotion. It's it's healthy. It's healthy. And I found that actually, this is random. Counting me to have a random point. But when I hold my emotion in, especially a negative emotion, and I've talked about this before on another podcast, by the way, if you have not listened to my past podcast episodes, feel free to go binge. You can find them on all platforms, any listening, any listening platform, it's all there. But when you hold in negative emotions and feelings, it is so bad for you. For me, it shows up in a cold sore. I start to develop cold sores when I have something negative inside of me that I need to say to somebody and I haven't said it. Very weird, I don't know why, but that is what happens to me. What does being vulnerable actually mean? Everyone has this word, be vulnerable if you wanna be vulnerable. What does it actually mean? It means that you are willing to share your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, and your experiences with your friends, the true, the true feelings, right? Not surface level. In a sense, it's kind of like you're surrendering yourself. i imagine it as you shedding all of your clothes in front of somebody and being like, this is me, like, this is it, like, this is all, you know? Because at that point, like, you've literally shown your true form to someone and whether or not they take it, you don't know, but you've taken that risk and you're willing to accept the consequences upset action. Overall, it's like us relinquishing a sense of power and control. Now, what is vulnerability? Not. What are some non-examples? Obviously, it's not you being overly guarded, protective, dishonest, or critical. But it is especially not you oversharing in the hopes that someone else shares information with you. It especially is not you being dishonest or skewing this version of yourself to fit what you think somebody else may like to be to to just I guess make the relationship easier it's definitely not that so we should not be doing that right fake vulnerability is one of my least favorite things in this world I hate it When you're open to being vulnerable with your friends, you open the door and you give them a chance to be there for you, to understand you, to offer support and to guide you. On top of that, when you open up, your friends are more likely to do the same. So, I mean, there could be a chance you open up and your friend just looks at you and say, cool story, bro. That could happen, but I'm going to tell you right now, that's not your friend. So when you do open up, people feel more comfortable opening up. So I'm an educator, and when I'm in a room full of kids that I don't know, I will immediately just start sharing things about myself. And it's not me oversharing, expecting them to share with me. It's me oversharing to make them more comfortable with me. Who is this random woman I know? Why should I trust what she's saying? When you share bits and pieces of who you are with the people around you, they become more comfortable. Now, with you sharing your friends opening up with you in response, that's going to create a deeper sense of trust and intimacy in your relationship. And that's a good relationship. I love, I love, love, lo- sorry. I love a good relationship where we can just be our true, authentic selves with each other. That's beautiful. That's good. I love that. I do want to add this. Opening up is not just for the sake of a friendship, right? Being vulnerable actually helps you as well as a human being. It's going to help you become more self-aware. It's going to help you learn how to identify these feelings, thoughts, even develop identity so that you're more comfortable with yourself. When you're able to share your weaknesses and insecurities with people, it's going to help you then identify them. And it's like, hmm, I've vocalized that, it must be something real. And then you can work on it. So being vulnerable is not only being honest with the people around you, but also being honest with yourself. Let's not take that for granted as well. We've talked about what a cheap friend is, how a cheap friendship is. We've talked about how this cheap friendship manifests, like what are the signs of it exactly? And then vulnerability being the key to it all. So with this second part, all I'm saying is being vulnerable is the best way for you to cure your cheap friendship. You can transform your friendships. I have transformed one of my friendships and I don't I don't think it was, it wasn't just me, right? It was the work of both of us. And I've never stated to this person that I think that it was a cheap friendship because it took me a while to process it. And I guess think about it and I was like, hmm. I guess I'm not really getting a lot from this friendship. I don't know what happened something happened overnight and i can say that it's been a full 180 and we've transformed and this person now is opening up to me like this person's talking more about day-to-day things like their true feelings their true intent about things and that's good because it's it really sucks being friends with someone and you don't really know who they are if that makes sense you know so I think this is definitely important in female relationships because women, we rely on our same-sex friendships for emotional support. If I don't know your true emotions or you don't know my true emotions or how I like to receive support or anything like that, I don't think that we can really truly be there for each other 100%. As you're on this journey to becoming more vulnerable in your friendships, I do have a couple things that I want you to keep in mind that will, I guess, help you and help you be prepared for this journey but one start small there is no reason for you to open up about your childhood trauma immediately um, with you wanting to become closer to somebody or break that barrier right so start small expressing your feelings or talking about those less personal things about yourself and build up to more sensitive topics as you become more comfortable it could be a small personal thing how you feel about your birthday or holidays right some people don't like to celebrate their birthday you can share that with your friends right like they have a birthday coming up or not when they have a birthday coming up but like when your birthday is coming up or something you know i really don't like to do anything really like i just want to do this you know that is you that's a small less personal thing you don't need to jump into like why you hate your birthday etc i don't know why you said example but Start small before you go into, I hate my birthday because as a child, nobody, everyone forgot my birthday. That may make, that may make the person want to do something for you, or I mean, it would make me, you know, so probably a bad example, but start small. Two, find the right people, you need to learn how to decipher Everyone is not, everyone doesn't want to hear your story and everybody can't hear your story, right? Everyone's not going to take your story the same way as you hope they would. Everyone's not going to even listen to your story, right? Choose the right people to be vulnerable with. And I know this is so hard because I I consider myself a good judge of character, but I think there are so many people good at, faking who they are or putting on a disguise or a mask that it is hard so if you do hope happen to open up to the wrong person it's not your fault because people are so good at pretending if you've listened to the podcast something was wrong oh my jesus choose people who you trust and who are non-judgmental so that when you do open up it's not a hard blow it's not Dang, maybe I should have kept that to myself. I think this one's super important as well. Communicate clearly. So whatever you do, share with people. Talk about why you are sharing that and what you want them to do with that information. Maybe it's just for you to vent. So I want to go back to the birthday thing, right? Maybe you are afraid to celebrate your birthday because you subconsciously feel like people don't care about your birthday because growing up, Your mom and dad always forgot your birthday and it was never celebrated. So now as an adult, you may feel like, well, my mom and dad didn't care about me, then they might not care about me. So why should I make a big deal out of my birthday? If you feel like you want to start celebrating your birthday then and when you share with that friend that, hey, like historically I've hated birthdays because XYZ, you share as much as you feel comfortable sharing. And that person then says, no, like we want to celebrate you if that per if that's not what you want, then say no. Like I really don't feel comfortable with it. Like you know, we can do a one-on-one thing or something like that. Communicate clearly and set what you want because people people hear information and they can interpret it in a multitude of different ways, and they can interpret your intent sometimes it's it's misaligned sometimes it is aligned right so be sure to communicate clearly be clear and specific about what you're sharing why you're sharing it so you can help others respond more appropriately this is the most important one and this is this is just a part of being human prepare for rejection not everyone that you share with is ready for your level of vulnerability ready to even hear anything different they may just want to keep a surface relationship surface level relationship and that is okay understand that not everyone will be open to it surround yourself with the right people so that you can have those wonderful benefits of opening up to someone positive that will positively impact not only your friendships but also yourself thank you for watching all the way to the end if you do want to hear more of my thoughts please be sure to go find my podcast wherever you listen I have a plethora of content now on the channel. This is, this not a plethora. It's four videos. Well, four videos is a lot. Um, so find my podcast. Um, we can also connect on Instagram and or TikTok. All my handles will be left in the show notes as well. And I hope you have a positively productive day, baddies. Also, last thing, if you are looking for a community of like-minded women, I've started a Telegram because I ran into the issue that I have so many different people that listen to my podcast, but they don't have anywhere to connect. So I know YouTube may solve that problem with bringing people here and they can connect. But if you want to join my Telegram group so that you can talk about the content with people, I'm going to be in there as well. We'll just be. Please be sure to join the Telegram group. That is also linked below. With that, I hope you have a positively productive day. Bye baddies.